Hey listeners, thank you so much for joining us for part two of chapter 11, The Wonderful Emerald City of Oz. Please be advised this episode contains sensitive language regarding sexual assault, abuse, and trauma. That discussion begins around 36 minutes and lasts through the end of the episode. Thank you so much as always for joining us here on Down the Yellow Brick Pod. Now here we go. All right, we're getting into it. So now, after breakfast, gotta eat. Yep. Dorothy is fetched. Love the she word fetched. She has been fetched. Um, and she's put in one of her prettiest gowns. I think these details are important. So she's made to look super princess regal. Yeah. Green brocaded satin. Mm. There's a silk apron, and there's a ribbon on Toto's neck. I, I wrote like, don't forget Toto. He always he's gotta look needs good. to be taken care of. And now we are off to the great throne room, and she walks by all these people who are also uh, dressed in rich costumes, just kind of I'm gossiping. Gonna, yeah, outside I wrote down, like, of the throne room. What are these people doing? Maybe just they chilling. have. Do they have grievances, or is this just like they people trying? chill? Is this the coffee shop? This to me felt like they weren't really. Ex- they weren't even trying to see the wizard. They're just chilling. They're hanging out. It almost feels like groupies at like a Jonas Brothers concert or something who just hang out. Who hang out. They want to get at a glimpse. the exit after the concert to see if they can or see her. him and or see her too. Right. Because she's or, yeah, probably that's getting true. some buzz too. You're so right. Yes. I also imagine like because they don't see him, these people might complain, complain, complain outside, yeah. but not really do but anything about it. They're just kind of like the ladies like from complaining. Music Man. Yes, yeah. they're totally they're pick, pick a, little, a little, talk a little, but they don't do anything about it. Right. Um, Dorothy passes by. They look at her curiously. Are you really going to look upon the face of Oz the terrible? Of course, answers Dorothy, if he will see me. I love her. Just She's sta- great. staying She's tried great. and true. Yep. Okay, so the soldier tells her that like heads up like he gives her like a little moment before going in yeah he was like oz was like super angry at you he's mad that you (laughs) just like like annoying that's so annoying i'm like mad at at the wizard in this moment come on but i love like how observant the sophisticated stylish guard is and like being like he noticed the silver shoes he He noticed the kiss on her forehead, right. that he was able to relay that. And that yes. is, let's just note that, that is the only reason she's getting in. Exactly. This brings up that theme we consistently swing back to of like having that thing that people recognize in your presence that allow you access to something. Yes, over all other circumstances. Yes, like whatever it may be. Right, um, right. And yeah, so it's like, thank goodness she had the Good Witch of the North, because if she didn't have that happen... Right. If her miracle timing of landing on this house <laughs> didn't happen, like, what right. would she just be lost? Would no one really want to do anything with her because they wouldn't know her purpose? Right. killing the Wicked Witch of the East gave her a purpose, gave her a status, yes. gave her sorcery level. Is this a witch coming in? Mm-hmm. Also brings up what I'm thinking now for my Good Witch of the North theory is maybe the Good Witch of the North is ready to pass on her magical abilities <gasps> to... Ooh. A new young witch. A new person. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is how they recruit. They look into America. They look out <gasps> of Oz. Stop and they it. find 
they like recruit maybe they have people who go and like see who are candidates Ooh. oh my god i sound like lost this is what's happening on stupid lost Girl, yeah you're still watching that i mean i peek oh. patrick will die if he listens to me saying this. <laughs> but there is like on lost for anyone who hasn't seen it or has seen it don't listen if you ever want to watch it because i'm gonna ruin it right now there's a reason they're all on this island. Like, yes, it looks like a huge accident, just right. like Dorothy. Right. Looks like a plane just crashed, and Ooh. these people are on this aban- this um, uncharted island. Yeah, yeah, it was all organized what? by. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. their names were all on a list. It's are you so complicated. Serious? Yes, I know the ending, but I didn't know that. But yeah, like that makes me think, like maybe this is why I think Dorothy was really purposefully picked. Yeah, to come into Crazy. this world where she could figure out who she is because we know Dorothy doesn't fit into Gray, Kansas. We know there might be something queer about mm-hmm. her that can fully be realized in yeah. Oz. Also been seeing a lot of fan art of Ozma and Dorothy being like couples. Really? A couple. And I'm like, I'm so for that. Interesting, yeah. So for that. I haven't seen that. Moving forward. Um, but yeah. Okay, so let's let's get into the room. Here let's we go. Let's do it. This is the bell rang. Ba-ding. This is your signal. Go into that throne room alone. alone. So, like, again, no Toto. No Toto. She can't clutch Toto. That is actually, that's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, this is kind of her first time, like, not having him with her in a big moment. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dorothy walked boldly through and found herself in a wonderful place. It was this humongous room. The roof is arched. Everything is covered in large emeralds. There's a great light at the center as bright as the sun. So all the emeralds are sparkling. But then in the very middle, she sees the big throne of green marble. It's sparkling, just as everything else is. And here we go. We have Baby Man. We have an enormous head. No body, no arms, no legs, no hair. But there is a face. There's an eyes. There's a nose. There's a mouth. And a humongous head that's bigger than the head of the biggest giant. So just a floating head. I see Trump. See Trump's head, because he also says like I'm Oz the Great. Like oh. I hear whenever I hear the word great, it just oh, no. flies back to mm. Trump's mm. slogan. Why um, do you seek me? So I feel like a modern <laughs> reimagining. This oh could totally gosh. be Trump's head. That speaking, is true. I would I would like to see that. Speaking to this little feminist, <laughs> let's go with Denslow's drawing because that's a horrifying image for all involved. Um, I love that she, it says she took the courage to answer him when he like asks her who you are. Why do you seek me? And she also like puts on this. She like strokes his ego. She puts on this true. humility of true. I'm Dorothy, the small and meek. The small and meek. You have a power I don't have. I'm coming to you. Could you be gracious please with that help. power? Please, please help. Small and meek are also capitalized, which is interesting. I know. Interesting mm-hmm. use of the capitalization there. Yeah. I love that he asks all these questions too. About like he's so. Where'd you get the shoes? Investigating the shoes and the Good Witch of the North. So then I'm, like, wondering, is he involved at all in this? What is his awareness? Is he trying... Is he a part of the plan, or is he being manipulated in the Good Witch of the North's plan, if we're going with my crazy theory? Love the theory, yeah. And him also just taking in, like, is this the girl I've been hearing about? Right. Just, is this what he expected to see? So all these questions, um, mm. I love that she says when he's like, what do you wish me to do? I love that she says, I don't like your country. <laughs> I know. That is just I honest. I love that, that moment. Isn't that great? Although it is beautiful. She says, "I." she's basically saying, 
this isn't my home. This, <laughs> That's this all she said. This is a great place, but this I don't want to live here. I don't belong here. No, like, I will vacation here. <laughs> I will come and help you out when need be, but, oh, like, yeah. this isn't it, which it will change. reminds me of my granny. My granny loves New York. She loves visiting, but she says that every time. She's like, I don't want to live here, <laughs> but I love it. It's amazing, but I don't want to live here, and I, ha- I say that about many places. Oh, yeah. You know? We said that when we went to the Adirondacks. We're like, this is this gorgeous. Is great, I feel so serene and... This isn't my home. Unbothered. This doesn't yeah, make no, me no, feel home. home. Yeah. Then this is where that weird winking I'm, thing comes. I'm curious. The theatrics. The eyes winked three times. Three times. How, how long did you practice that? And then they turned up. Yeah, maybe he's like, look at what I can do. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I think it's honestly that. He's like, let me, like, Let's throw in some her. tricks. I totally think it's just tricks without... It's baseless tricks. There's no reason. No. <laughs> Um, and then he asks, of course, like, why? And she has to be like, good God, sir. Like, you I'm are the helpless. ruler. Like, hello. Please just help me. Here's what makes me so mad at him. Yeah. So they're talking back and forth. And he says to her, in this country, everyone must pay for everything he gets. Here is where I'm yeah. very... Your theory is Confused, But your theory comes back of him being capitalism. Right. Of, like, there is this idea that I'm not just going to be benevolent and generous and no. give you something and for not doing anything. Hello. She already killed a witch. She already killed a humongously important wish. Wish. Humongously important witch in the land of Oz. She has these incredibly powerful slippers. She has the mark of the Witch of the North. Like, he's just getting greedy now. He's very greedy. He tells her to kill the Wicked Witch of the West. That's he, that's what she has he's to do. He's asking a little girl to murder the Witch of the West. A little girl who just said, I'm helpless. Like, she's used all these words right. that, like, don't go along with murder or, like, you know, mass murder. Because right. this will be more people she will right. put, that she will have killed. And she also had said, because he says, you were strong enough to kill the Wicked Witch of the East. Right, you've already done it. And she says, Yeah, I didn't try to do that. It's not like I set out to become a murderer. So it's like he's capitalizing and using her. Manipulating. Totally manipulating. He thinks she can do it because she has the kiss and the the, the the slippers. And he's too afraid to do it. But also, like, how she's the first one to find this out. How, like, that thought of, like, this man is going to give me what I want, and yeah. I'll be home for, in time for supper with Aunt Em and Uncle Henry, and right. it just being squashed. No, you have to do this. That right. I thought I was done. I'm clearly not done. Mm-hmm. What more can I say? Right. I've told you the truth. Right. You're not seeing my truth. Yeah. So you're den- in denying it. You're in <sighs> denial of my truth. Oh, my God. Um, it's just, I mean... She says she begins to weep, which this is really interesting. Um, we said this word a lot this morning, disappointed. It's a hard word to, I think, tell someone, mm. like, you're disappointed. But she's so allowed to be disappointed here. Yeah. This guy was talked about as being great and powerful, all these things. But, again, he did introduce himself as great and terrible. He didn't take true, that on. True, Which is very interesting. True. Um, so he is being terrible. He is owning up to that part of the bargain. Yeah. But, dear God, like, she's allowed to be so disappointed in this moment. Oh, my moment. gosh. This is a big moment. This reminds me... And this stupid uh, eyes the, winked again. Like, <laughs> The get eyes out. wink. They look anxiously. But that, too. Like, he looked upon her anxiously. It's yeah. such a human trait. So I do think he is starting so there's to... There's a little bit of humanity 
There's a little, like, oh, God, the little girl's crying. Like, what right. did I do? Right. I think there's a little bit of his humanity yeah. behind. Behind it. Behind it. But that's he's not like, there ah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this reminds me of moments where maybe you are, I'm thinking of times I was, I booked a job or something and I get the contract and you make sure everything's there. You make sure you feel good about what's about to happen. And there's a little bit of, like, self-protection of, like, I need to make sure I have all this in Mm -hmm. writing. And then every now and again, there's someone or something that happens where it's either a missed email or, like, a miscommunication. And then someone on the other end comes to you and says, oh, we can't do that. Or, like, now we don't have the money for that or something. Currently experiencing this. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you're, like, what are you talking about? Like, I put so much faith and hope in this. And you are now saying you can't do it like it's there's a there's a disappointment there that is so allowed and hers has to do with returning to her home she's a young girl so i'm just trying to connect it to those moments of disappointment and she's to go further away from her home oh my like gosh, she yeah. doesn't have a map to get to the west yeah. like yeah. this kills me this little section he should feel ashamed he really should you're a bad man yeah <laughs> like, I'm of her in the movie. you're a bad man um, how do you, like, she's like, how do you expect me to do that? And he says, I don't know, which, ugh, just, like, men making women do things that they don't understand. But that is my answer. Like, ew! And until the Wicked Witch dies, you will not see your uncle and aunt again. So he's now, like, threatening Yeah, her. now he's getting upset. Remember, this is what I underlined, that the Wicked mm-hmm. Witch is wicked, tremendously mm-hmm. wicked, and ought to be killed. She deserves this. That's it's kind of the rhetoric we're hearing right oh. now with, like, this side deserves this. Oh, my gosh. And it's just like, oh, my God. Now go and do not ask to see me again until you have done your task. Oh, God. So, Oh, my gosh. I was telling you the archetypes of these shapeshifts have yeah. really been speaking to me. And I put down for him um, over-dominating masculine, toxic yeah. masculinity, corruption of power. He is misusing his power. Completely yes. in this moment. Yes. And it's all ego. It's all in the... He's oppressing her weakness. Like, yeah. he's using her weakness and just stomping on it. Mm-hmm. And this is... We're, that That is a... We're staring at this right now. Like, we're looking... I mean, I just said this was Trump said. <laughs> like, we're looking at the same kind of thing happening. Mm-hmm. This, like, very um, masculine way of existing in the world without any traces of the feminine. Right. Um, wow. So, of course, she sorrowfully. Oh, my god. That word has popped up a couple of times. So, yeah, there's some heaviness She here. leaves with sorrow. And then this is where we had that little picture of her, like, mm. sharing the news. And What a mature thing to have to do, to say, oh, to have to no share hope. with your group. And, and you know it's going to bring them sadness and bring their spirits down, but you have to be the bearer of bad news. Totally. That's hard for a little girl. Totally. And we'd yet to know that this is going to be a repeat performance right. of Oz, like right. telling them all this stuff. So she's thinking like, I'm done. Maybe there's hope. Maybe there's no hope for you me. you will be okay. Right. There's no hope for you. Maybe you guys will be okay. Yeah. I can't kill a witch. And they're so sorry. Yeah. They don't even know how to console her. And then I like... I completely was like, oh, Dorothy, with the, she went to her own room and, and laid down. down and cried herself to sleep. What a t- the worst feeling in the world. But we've all had those nights. Yeah, yeah, we've had those nights where everything looks dismal and there's no way out. 
I, I mean, I was thinking about like, when did you think, and we don't, we could answer this if we want. When did you think you had reached the end of something that you'd worked so hard of? And then they're like, no, bro, you, <laughs> nah. you are not done. And you're like, oh, oh my goodness. My gosh. I mean, I haven't, this is so not that, but the, what is popping up for me right now, because it's very present. I was researching schools for a while yesterday with my friend Lizzie. We're school buddies. Yes, Lizzie. We're embarking into the, like, going into the digital world of, like, understanding all these different programs. It's Both exciting. of us are interested in therapy, mental health, theater mm-hmm. education. We're kind of all over the place, but we're, like, wrangling ourselves together. Yeah. But I felt like, you know, I, I just want to find my school, right? Like, that's the yes. journey. And then, like, reading, I feel like I found one that was really speaking to me. And then it, like, had this whole, like, addendum of if you didn't go to school for psychology, like, you're going to have to go down this path before you can come and be in this program. And, like, right. I just saw that, like, oh, I have to go around the mountain <sighs> before I can climb it. Like, yes. okay, okay. Yeah. Just felt that, like, oh, okay, okay. Because, obviously, I majored in musical theater, which is, like, totally psychology in weird ways, but not psychology. Yeah. I feel like that's so much it of my life. It is so true, right? so many, like, um intangible things mm-hmm. that don't fit tangible like box they don't check the tangible boxes but it's like yes I have awareness of these things but right. it's like not concrete yeah set so yeah I just was thinking that like oh man when you find out like your <sighs> mountain is not done you still have more to climb and like the, you just know the energy I don't know if this is a mountain but it's a disappointment feeling or feeling like oh my gosh, I'm ready to have this wish granted, go on this journey, and then it's just like, I, um, when Sister Act went international, you know all about this. You're like the first, one of the first people I reached out to. Oh my God, I remember Um, being in my home kitchen. Like, I was in Jersey when you called, and I was like, um, I was angry, I was seething for you, but also like trying to find. Yeah, and there are no hard feelings, truly. And I say all this, it's just an experience that I, that maybe other people have had. Um, but also, how old were you? I was 24. Yeah. So I was 22 on the age. on the first tour, and then about two years later, um, I they were going to take Sister Act to Asia on, like, a year-long tour. And um, the way it worked was I had kind of... I wasn't in New York. They weren't really doing auditions yeah, of some Yeah, it was parts. definitely, like, an ask So I thing. kind of was in contact with our casting and producers and such. And after a while, it was kind of like a rigmarole as well, every time, of course. Um, I was cast as the same role for the entire tour. I was so excited um, to have a job and to get to go to Asia and perform. And I think it was maybe a month it was a month or two later I got a call from one of the producers saying that the casting had decided to cast um, a very well-known South Korean actress for the entire tour um, in my role. And they took away my role <laughs> because Received I hadn't the contract. back to contracts. I hadn't, I don't even think I had signed a contract yet. It was a little messy Not as classy. they sometimes are. Yeah, no. Um, and so I was, I cried myself to sleep so many times. I was devastated. 
Um, you would work to up probably too, oh like, like what you were gonna do when oh, you were there. Yeah, and so many of my our friends, friends yes. were on the. I mean, Nancy cried. Nancy, my friend, our friend, um, was going on the tour as well. And funny part of that story is, eventually, I did actually. I was asked to um, come back and fill in for a temporary replacement in China for this for this the same tour, the same role, <laughs> and yeah, that was a whole you know situation as well experience. So. It's just reminding me of those feelings. Th- those happen, right? And, like, they're not... Uh, they're Wait. So, uh. You are Dorothy completely because, okay, so you had this thing happen, and it's, like, oh, mm-hmm. taken out of your hands. Devastation. But then they came back. They came back. And we're, like... Oh wait, we have to use you in certain countries because <laughs> yeah. there's some problems. There were some problems, right? And you had all the power, which is what kind an interesting of what thing. happens with Dorothy when she comes back being like, I did what you asked. Yeah, you know, like we're yeah. gonna get to that. And you had the power, and that's what I told you. I remember telling you, I'm like, you have the power, ask for your own room, ask for this. Yes. I was like, Yeah, they can't say no <laughs> because they've treated you not well. And they need to own that. Interesting. And that's what right. Oz is not treating Dorothy well. So when she comes back, she has the power. She has a little bit. Yeah, it is an empowering. It is a very strangely mirrored experience. I but will you say. can't feel that when you're in the crying yourself oh, to sleep. Oh no, at night I, felt, I felt. I felt small. I felt very small and unseen. And it's that weird balance, right? Of like, well, that's how the business goes sometimes. And this is money. Ugh. It was a lot about money, and I totally get it. Um, of course. But I, I'm yeah. a person, you know, it's my livelihood and of course, your business, friends. Um, I hate when people are like, it's business. I'm like, of course it it's is. It's not personal. I'm like, it's always personal. But how am I supposed to not take it personally? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's always you personal. Know? Like, that's a joke. We hide so, the personal. We try not to let the personal right. interfere, but it's still there. Right. Oh my goodness. What an interesting, yeah, parallel. All right. All right. Scarecrow's time. Scarecrow. Wow. Could we endure this journey? Like, we're, like, going through it with them. Oh, my gosh. So, the Scarecrow, Mm -hmm. he's probably expecting to see this giant, bald baby man head. (laughs) Um... But that's not what he gets. No! We we gave you the, the beautiful image of this lady. They just call her the lady. Correct? Mm -hmm. Um... We told you that there's that weird discrepancy with the wings... Yeah, um, but she's she's just gorgeous and covered in jewels and flowers and just leaning back and like luxuriously yeah. owning this chair space. Mm, I want her like confidence and grace. Yeah, she's pretty great. And I love on her wrists. Um, there's like these bracelets that like probably hold up flowers. So when, oh, that might be it. That might be her wings. If she could spread open her Ooh. arms, maybe they come with it. Maybe it's a wing costume. Ooh, I like that. A wing costume. There we go. And basically we get the same kind of experience going back and forth with the Scarecrow. He's humbling himself. Um, they definitely give us the details for Dorothy and Scarecrow. Then the details start to fade because it becomes a very similar yeah, cycle exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says the same thing back to him. Like, I never grant favors without some return. Right. Threatening. Yeah. It's a little bit more delicate, we mm-hmm, put. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that the Scarecrow's like, I thought you asked Dorothy to kill the witch. <laughs> and she, and as she says, so I did. I don't care who kills her. Right. Woof. Right. But until she is dead, I will not grant your wish. 
So it doesn't matter who kills her. You're just not going to get your wish. Right. I just need this thing done because I don't want to go do it. So you do it. And then she turns like Khaleesi fierce. That's Game of Thrones land. Ooh, now go about and it. do not seek me again until you have earned the brains you so greatly desire. She turns. You have to earn. Scary there. Yeah. That's like the mood swing of the feminine of like going from like this channeling the divine mm. space and then going into this like yeah like don't don't come at me sir yeah because she probably sensed a little bit of his knowledge his brains there and True. she slaps that right back. i thought you asked yeah you're right you're right and then i love the little shade when he leaves <laughs> she needs a heart as much as the tin woodman i wrote hashtag shade so shady but also like we need some comedy thrown in there yeah a so little thank you. comedic bite and now we're going into Tin Woodman. All right. The only one that is not pictured yet again. Right. There's some really cool illustrations and other versions that I love of... I mean, it, it's this is like a moment of creativity for any illustrator because it's such a weird... Let's describe the character. So the Tin Woodman, we said this, thinks he's going <laughs> to see like this hot lady. He's like, yes, can't wait for this. He's like going to like woo her, which is very exciting. So exciting. But then this is... Here's the description that we don't get to see in the original W.W. Denslow, but it's so fun to look at in other people's illustrations. Yeah. A most terrible beast. It was nearly as big as an elephant, and the green throne seemed hardly strong enough to hold its weight. So this thing was on the throne. Mm-hmm. Had the head... <laughs> Like that of a rhinoceros, only there were five eyes in its face. Whoa. There were five long arms growing out of its body, and it also had five long, slim legs. Mm. Maybe it's five for the five of them. Ooh. Thick, woolly... I wish Toto went in. I know. Maybe he did, and we just don't get to the report on that. Thick, woolly <laughs> hair covered every part of it, and a more dreadful-looking monster could not be imagined. So it's just like, this is gross. This is this like... This is interesting, right? The archetype... Oh, to go back to... We talked about archetypes for the lovely lady. I put her in, like, this silenced feminine. Because mm. she's very patient, and then she snaps. Right. So a little bit of, like, the silent, scary feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, where she's the expression of ego, not ego itself, but the mm. expression of it in her lavishness. Mm-hmm. Um, and now going to the archetype of, of this rhinoceros beast. I'm feeling, like, this absurdity mixed with nightmare. A nightmarish yeah. theme. Yeah. Of the unimaginable, um, of what's to come, because we know the search of the Wicked Witch of the West, there's a lot that's going to come out. There's a lot of creatures. There's a lot coming up. So this feels like a warning of your worst nightmares haven't even happened yet. Ah! Yes. So get ready. Like, you think I am a lot to take in? Like, get ready for what you're about to endure with the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. Oh, no. I love that it says he was disappointed at the Tin Woodman. He's like, damn. <laughs> Dang, who's this? Well, it's it's interesting. Being only Tin, the Woodman was not at all afraid. Although he was much disappointed. There's that word again. Yep. He's not even afraid. I love that. Interesting. And then we get the same. He, he's like, I want a heart. He's mm-hmm. like, help Dorothy kill the Wicked Witch of the West. At least, like, the language has changed to, like, go right. with your friends. Right. I, I also am intrigued by the Beast asks, why should I do this? And the Tin Woodman says, because I ask it. <laughs> and you alone, like, you're powerful. I'm yeah. asking it. You can grant it. Why not? <sighs> Simple. But again, I, you must earn it. I totally desire a mini series of their palace stay. Like, so we can get more details of, like, how... Like, I was saying, like, was he listening to them? Right. 
Like, does he have spies around that report to him, like, what they're Right, because what made him choose this specific... This specific character. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, and also, like, how they were all dealing with their inner anxieties and thoughts and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, it says he was forced to return sorrowfully, again, that word. Mm. A lot of disappointment and sorrow in this yeah. chapter. Um, and they're all like now like, oh my goodness, all these different forms. He has so many forms. That he can take. It is funny to me that they prepare for what they know, but it's like now they're catching on. Like right. It's like he was ready for the beautiful lady. It's like, <laughs> let's catch on to the theme. Right. Maybe that's not, not going what to you're happen. Gonna I don't think you're going to get that. <laughs> And, and then we have this lion, great yes. moment with the lion. If he's a beast, I'm going to roar. I'm going to frighten him. If he's the lovely lady, mm, I don't really like this one. I shall pretend to spring upon her. I imagine <laughs> him, like, talking himself up, though. Like, I'm going to spring right, upon her. It, you're right. And it's I'm funny. Gonna, I'm going to do this. It is funny. If he's a head, uh, he, he'll be at my mercy. He's got his old New York accent going on. Um, he's going to roll the head around the room. So cheer up, my friends, for all will yet be well. Yeah, he's hyping himself up yeah, he's here. Like, he just drank this, a rock this. star energy he, drink. Yeah, he's ready. Completely. He's like before the like fight. Like, Come he's on, just yeah, getting yeah, those yeah, yeah. Let's going. go do it. Let's do it. So the next morning, the bewhiskered soldier leads him into the presence of Oz, and the lion glances around and he sees a ball of fire. It's fierce. It's glowing. He could scarcely even look. At it, and I love this. The lion thinks that Oz had accidentally caught on Whoops. fire. <laughs> but then he starts trembling. He creeps backwards. As you said, there's like the glow. There's that that heat that you actually yeah, feel, and you he's can't made of fur. That. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot. There's a low, quiet voice from the ball of fire. I mean, this is a terrifying image. A ball of fire speaking to you. I don't think I would enjoy that. <laughs> it's like hissing. Yeah, I that's, don't. I don't like it. That's a lot. I don't like it at all. I feel like this archetype, the fire, yeah, represents them having to burn everything down. <gasps> and it's Ooh. also a statement we keep hearing right now. With like, yeah. I mean, I've been at a couple protests where we're like, "Burn it down," <laughs> and like people take that literally. Sometimes they're like, "They're right. gonna burn it down." Ah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like. Yes and no. Like, mm -hmm. there's also, like, what that means of, like, tearing a structure down. Yeah. That's what that means. And mm -hmm. it's interesting, too, with this, because we know, like, fire isn't what's going to kill the Wicked Witch of the West. It's what actually puts out fire is right. going to kill Ooh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Interesting. So, yeah, this destroying archetype feels very present. Um, like, a, and it, like, fire has such a permanent ending to it as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it does symbolize the end of their journey that they're going to have to take oh, wow. to the Wicked Witch of the West. So, yeah, it's just interesting. So going from toxic masculinity to this, like, silenced but scary feminine mm -hmm. leader to this nightmarish unknown, unknown beast to this raging ball of fire. Ooh. It's a really... I wonder how thought out yeah. By bomb, that was. Mm hmm I wonder if the wizard listened. I keep thinking that. And I wonder if he just was like, this is my set of pieces that I got to work with. <laughs> so maybe he spends... Remember we were saying, like, what does he do with his time? Maybe he's always making... New... In, in, transformations. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's a Disney ride. Oh, my god! It's all automated. You know? Yeah. Everything is... Um, 
believable too. Like yeah, I mean he has really some tell. great craftsmanship here. Like he's honed his skill because it's all incredible. he's been doing. <laughs> yeah. But no one thinks to just go behind the screen and, and just see and just see. On. They really yeah. don't question to just like. I think of like a little kid who like has a chocolate in front of them and like it's like their hands start shaking because they just want to touch the chocolate yeah. and like no one's doing that with him. Mm. Or maybe they are mm. and we don't see those people again. That would be like the dark. That is the darker Dorothy Must Die version. Yes. So of course I love that the line describes when he comes out of this <laughs> to. Our friends as a terrible interview. It was a terrible interview. Like it was I a did job not get interview. The job. Yeah, like it was a job interview because he did work himself up though. Like he thought he was going to be able to take out I know, the wizard, but he immediately could not. Could not. Um, and he says we must go to the land of the wi- the Winkies, seek out the wicked witch, and destroy her. And this is where like the doubt is coming up of like, oh yeah. my goodness, they're all kind of hashing this out together. Um, Dorothy shares like. What if we can't? Like, she adds that in there, and then they repeat all the things that they're not going to have if they don't try. Right. Dorothy Dorothy bursts into tears, and then I love that Jelia Jellia is like, (laughs) don't get that, those Um, tears on your dress. You're going to ruin your dress. It's all out here. But here's where I'm wondering, right, as you said in the beginning, they all seemed happy, they seemed contented. They don't want to deal with that emotion, girl. But they won't accept her emotion. This is reminding me of Dorothy Must Die, the perma smile. There's a little bit of shutting down emotions. Yeah, they're like, hide it, hide it, please. We do not deal with that. And Dorothy quickly dries her eyes, but she says, I suppose we must try it, but I know I don't want to kill anybody. Right. Even to see on end, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. That's going to weigh on her. She knows, she probably is also dealing with, like, PTSD from, like, Wicked Witch of the East. She has already killed someone not too long ago, right? She probably came into some space in her heart, like, of... That was an accident. It was an accident, but this is not an accident. This is someone's asking me to do this. You are asking me to do this. This is much different. Yeah. But regardless, they all say, like, yeah, like, I don't know if we can do this. They all have these really sweet lines of just, like, I'm the line being, like, I'm too much of a coward to kill the witch, a scarecrow saying, uh, I shall not be of much help to you because I'm such a fool. Mm. And the Tin Woodman being, I haven't even the heart to harm a witch, but I'll certainly go with you. So they're reassembling. Yeah. It kind of is, like, witnessing the Avengers reassemble. It totally is that feeling, yes. And they take the evening to prepare. We have mm. the... Tin Woodman. There's a Rocky montage playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the tigers happening. Yeah. I love that Dorothy paints on new eyes for the scarecrow. Mm -hmm. And I love that um, even Jelia Jelia, (laughs) Miss Stable Names, she fills up their basket or Dorothy's basket for food to eat. And she even gives like Toto a little parting gift of the green ribbon. I love that green ribbon. And then here we go. They go to sleep. And that's pretty much where this ends. They're (sighs) awakened the next morning by the green cock that lived in the backyard of the palace and the cackling of a hen that had laid a green egg. And I love the, best. the green egg because, like, eggs always symbolize rebirth or, like, oh, new life. Yes, yes, So it's yes. like, here's a new day, a new journey oh that they gosh. have ahead of them. They're preparing. They're when, ready. Like, Bob could have ended the book here. Like, he could have just made the wizard send them home, but he... Did not. No, we are going to carry on. We're going to keep going. I have one question for you. Yes. This has to do with storytelling Mm -hmm. and fairy tales and folk tales. Uh Because the wizard says the witch, and I think it's because I love Wicked, which kind of throws the idea of Wicked 
and good into question, as well as Dorothy must die. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he says the Wicked Witch of the West is wicked, so she deserves to die. And I'm thinking about characters <sighs> that are evil or that are wicked or naughty mm. and how there's always that fight of, like, this character deserves to die because they're evil. I'm just curious about that. I, obviously, we could get into it in real life. Maybe not, like, actual death. But that idea of Dorothy has no idea who the Wicked Witch is. She knows that she's wicked, perhaps. But I, I'm just curious, like, the death aspect in stories because this happens yeah. all the time. And this, like, makes me think of the electric chair um, back and forth that For we sure. witness in our country yes. of people who are, like, pro-electric chair and people who are, like, no, that's us being God. Mm-hmm. That's still us taking a life, even if this person did horrifying acts. Right. I actually don't know where I stand on that. Right. I don't know what is worse. Like, what is proper punishment to someone who is wicked, right? So we're talking about wicked meaning that they're oppressing, harming other human beings. They're mm-hmm. not loving thy neighbor mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Taking advantage of doing criminal, cruel acts, behaviors. Maybe they've killed people themselves. Maybe they've stolen. Right. All these acts. So, okay, I'm putting that... I don't know where I stand in terms of if this life is is like in a court system and we're trying to figure out like what should happen to this person. Mm. I mean, I'm reading a book about, about sexual assault right now, so this is kind of in my head of, like, punishment, proper yeah. punishment for... A, in, that, in that book, it's a very wicked act that... Yeah. Here's where I think the punishment should get worse, not more lenient, is when there's no ownership of the wicked act. Because mm. in this case... So when I'm reading the book I mentioned at the top of this um, journey in this chapter that I'm reading is Know Thy Name by Chanel Miller. It is mm-hmm. impeccable. Glennon Doyle said to read it, and I listened, like a good Glennon Doyle Love disciple. Glennon Doyle. And it's unbelievable. It's just exceptional writing about a truly um, life-altering event, like where right. you are one person that moment before this event, and then you're not, about this sexual assault survivor, mm-hmm. Chanel, of the Brock Turner case that was really in our face in 2016. Yeah. And I remember then, like, her words being so powerful, like, that opening statement she shares of, to Brock Turner, which is, like, courage times 40 million, of looking him in the eye and being like, you don't know me, but you are inside me. Like, oh, wow. Just, that's how she started her speech oh, to him. Oh, my gosh. And... After all this court, after everything, the whole trial, after everything she endured, he never owned or apologized. Wow. He blamed it on alcohol. You can't do that, Brock Turner, Mm. if you listen to this podcast because you have nothing to do with your life. And I hope you never, ever really... See, this is where I'm like, I hope you don't have a happy life because you did not own that you hurt somebody profoundly. So that's where I think if you can't own it... Mm. And ask for forgiveness and change your actions to be caring to other human beings, no matter how vulnerable in this world, then I can't, I'm not much to say for you. Like, I think you should be discarded member of society, not your victim. It's so hard. What do you think? I'm like, it's a hard question. I know I put it in a very American place. No, yeah. I think there's no way to not. 
I think in terms of, yeah, like the electric chair, because I think about, I think I've always, it's so hard for me to in any way condone that of like, because to me it does feel like taking power into our hands of choosing to execute someone. But then it's also like, ah, these people, when they have reached that point in the criminal justice system, they have been proven to have done something terrible to other humans um and then but and i'm also thinking well if it feels inhumane to execute someone how humane is it to keep if that's your argument for not doing it like how humane is it to keep someone in a jail cell their entire life like and there's really live. yeah there's like yeah it's a tough discussion on either side um i mean Humane is de- it because they did something inhumane, right? And we're talking. I'm talking about murderers, right? Right. Who have no remorse? Who have no? That's that's where that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a petty theft having to go no. go through the criminal no 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 right system right yeah no, which you're is talking which about is very false. Yeah, I'm t- serious things. I don't yeah. know what you deserve. It's just a really. Hard question. I'm thinking about Ted Bundy's case specifically. I watched Oof. a documentary on him, and he was, I mean, if we want any example of evil, I think he was a pretty prime example of just straight-up evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he got away with, and the charm he had in the courtroom, and the charm he had with people, he was able to, like, commit these um, heinous acts amongst women mm-hmm. um, for so long. Like, they don't even have it, I think, official, like, number. Of how many victims he had. Um, But he did get the electric chair that did end up in his future after years upon years upon years upon years. Wow. Um, And people celebrate it, like, outside the jail cell. See, that's where I'm also like, eee, that feels like not something to be in a parking lot celebrating. not a celebration. But I also... maybe for those who were affected... Like, I can't deny you that. Yes. Like, we all express things or need, like... It's so nuanced, yeah. It's so, so nuanced, and all I can say is, like, this is what I know from my experience in this world. I've never I've never dealt with anyone having to go to jail. I actually, that's a big part of why I've also been increasing my education on understanding the criminal justice system. Because yeah. I've never had to deal with it right. in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. gotten one speeding ticket in my life. And that was, like, the one thing I had to, like, go to a court for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even that I felt small and, like, insignificant in. And that's a very small, small tiny piece of this puzzle. Right. So, like, I have no awareness of the interaction with the systems and also, like, having a really horrifying act against my body, my person, my family. I've never experienced that. So, I guess I'll end with saying, like, I will listen and um, always take the side of the survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of how vulnerable the survivor may have been in the situation, being vulnerable does not mean you're open to any kind of attack. Right. Right. I really like that answer. Yeah, it's not something that we'll answer, we'll be able to solve or answer oh, right goodness. now. But nothing on this podcast is. I know, and that's why I love it. Unsolved mysteries. And that's what's such a... It's just like, I could just read that statement. Like, she's wicked, she deserves to die. As like, okay. And because that happens in fairy tales all the time. But I think I'm similar to you. Bringing it back to this, it's like, if I were Dorothy... And I was told to execute someone and I met the person, perhaps I would listen, as you're saying, 
But at the end of the day, people have to be held responsible for harm that they inflict upon others. We can't just listen because there are sides to every story. And I think that's what Wicked the Musical shows us. Um, I'm also watching Once Upon a Time. Yes. And you get a lot of insight. I think that's why it's on my brain. You you get a lot of insight into these evil characters, into why maybe they did something to maybe protect someone else or to protect themselves or to... They're, that they can see the future and there's something that, you know... Well, or there's, like, an um, unhealed trauma that they never recovered right. from that is just bleeding into everything And that that's what I try to remember is it's, like, both and, right? It's, like, well, that person needs to be held responsible. And I believe that evil, if you want to call it that, stems from someone's own... Someone's trauma or something it's, yeah. that they're also struggling with. But you can't just excuse that. No. You know? But it, it is a so big mix hard. of all of the above. A lot of, um, like, predators, there's usually some sort of abuse or assault on themselves in their past. Mm-hmm. Or there's just really, like, mental illness right. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the that these people are caught up in. Not yeah. to put any blame on mental illness at no. all. No. Um, I think we should be doing so much more work with understanding the mind and um oh the like really like scary parts of the mind that can allow someone to feel like they can do something horrific right um so i think there's it's like one of those two things so like if it is completely like a mentally ill human which ted bundy may have been right he may have had a big monster inside of him how do we then handle that member of our society. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Because I also see a huge problem with anyone who's committed a really awful act for the recovery. Like I'm saying like you need to own it, but there's really no people who've ever really done that on a big broad level. They've owned it and they've changed their life and it's also really hard to not be labeled a criminal your whole life once you are one. Yeah. And a murderer. And some of it, I think, is deserved. Like, if I'm thinking about the case that I'm heavily involved in right now with Brock Turner rereading and um, hearing it through Chanel's lens, like, I think he, I think he needs to go his whole life with I'm a sexual, I'm a sex sex offender. Mm -hmm. He needs to say those things because he still doesn't hear it. Right. And that's where it is that gets us into like with today of a lot of actors and men who have, you know, been tried for sexual being sexual offenders. Yeah. Um and how some of them have, you know, made statements and apologized. Um and and usually they go away for a time, but I think some have come back. We're witnessing or the go are, away. Right. We haven't really witnessed a huge comeback yet, right. for, especially people within the Me Too yes, exactly. accusations. And I'm now curious, we're witnessing like, a lot of anti-racism accusations. And we've seen a lot of statements, and now we're seeing a lot of go away. Right. And I'm intrigued because <laughs> that leads us into some of like questioning cancel culture and like when to cancel someone and when cancel the wicked witch of the <laughs> we have canceled her and w- and like where grace comes in or where forgiveness comes in it's so hard i i truly don't feel qualified to speak on it you know yeah i think this is um, helping me organize my thoughts on it yeah 
Because, yeah, I don't think I believe in cancel culture completely. I Mm -hmm. agree with holding people accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also don't think it is fair to be one-sided on anybody's, um, you know, anybody's call-out. If there's a call-out, we need to also give space for not a rebuttal, but, like, a statement on the other side. Right. Um, I think a lot of this comes to, like, listening more. Um, to one another so we can understand one another because there's clearly lots of differences. Yes. Hmm. What? A chapter! (laughs) Wow. Wow. This might be a two-parter. Oh, definitely. (laughs) We're at two hours. Well, thank you for joining us on this journey. Up next, we have chapter 12, The Search for the Wicked Witch. Oh, dear God. She enters. I can't wait to talk about her. Wow. I can't believe we're this far. I know. Thanks for listening, friends. Thank you. If you want to continue to get your Oz on, head on over to our Technicolor scrapbook on Instagram at DownTheYellowBrickPod. You can also email us any comments, ideas, or questions at DownTheYBP at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, we'd be over the rainbow with gratitude. If you do, you'll be entered into a very special raffle at the end of the season to win a personalized Oz surprise as a token of our appreciation. Stay tuned for our Patreon coming soon this fall. Thank you for joining us, and we can't wait for our brick roads to cross again here on Down the Yellow Brick Pod.